When you're wearing a child-sized mask, your head is too big. Also, it's digging into my forehead. I thought you were going to wear a mask today. I'm Ow. wearing a shirt. I'm also wearing a shirt. It's Star Wars. I'm not wearing a Star Wars shirt. <laughs> this is Chewy. Do you remember the Chewbacca mom video? I do. I was thinking that think while you were wearing a, that mask. She got hers at Kohl's. May the fourth be with you. May the 4th be with you. It's a sad day in our house. We typically um, enjoy Disney parks on May the 4th. I don't want to talk about that right now. Sorry. There's too much good going on in the world. There's a lot of good. Tim, our, our beaches are back open. Mm. Florida's economy is ready to go. And churches are opening their doors and saying, come one, come all. Don't even wash your hands. What? Yesterday was Sunday. And this is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. I'm sorry, Stephanie. My wife hopped on, as I'm sure many of you did this morning, onto the Disney sites trying to get your exclusive Star Wars mug, only to find that it was sold out within seconds. The site crashed and she was unable to get the item into her cart and into checkout. I'm sure you're not alone, Steph. I'm sure most of our viewers have also experienced the same angst you have this morning. My dear friend Michael Jackson once said, You are not alone. I am here. <clears throat> I think that was like a weird 1993-ish Michael Jackson. He was married to uh, Lisa Marie Presley at the Shay, time. It was odd. Uh, good, good question. How do you convince kids to sign up for digital camp when they don't even want to engage with their Zoom anymore? That's a great question. I think it is. That's why it has so many likes already. That's why people are saying, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Are you telling me that people are Zoomed out? We Zoomed a few times yesterday with church. Once you jumped in on. I Zoom bombed Andrew we're, Church. We're doing a... Uh, I just wanted to see how you guys did a, it. And it was exactly what I thought. You just sat there and every now and then somebody said something. Yeah, it's exactly it what it was. It was a fellowship hall Zoom. That's right. We should have had more coffee and donuts. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool to have coffee and donuts delivered to everybody, but that costs money. It does. But after church, we had a fellowship hall Zoom, and everyone jumped in, and not everyone. I think we had like 14 people at one point. It was exciting. And uh, people just want to connect. But it's a good question. How do you get kids to sign up? I think the answer is um, not everybody's going to. But do you <laughs> Thanks say for that inside, Andrew. because not everybody's going to, we shouldn't offer anything to anyone? Good point. I don't know. Richard says he went to school with Chewbacca, Mom. Maybe, Richard, you could what? have some insight here. Is that a true story? That's very exciting. Melissa's letting us know that Andrew's mom got the mask for our kids when our youngest was terrified of it. Oh, he so was. to hide it. It was hidden he in a still closet. Of it? No, he's fine now. Okay, good. But it was hidden in a closet in our house for like two years because whenever it came out, he just screamed bloody murder. It was, it was great. He was afraid <sighs> of the Chewbacca mask. Jim says, whoa, this is the morning after. Is that Timmy or Scott Rummel? I think it's Timmy. It's me. It's Tim. It's just me. It's Tim Johnson. Tim Johnson. <laughs> Tim Miller. My, my buddy Tim Johnson, what? who I've known since th there's there's two Tims in my life. Yeah, you've, both you've in, wrong texted I've, both Tims on occasion. On, and Tim Johnson, wow. the other Timmy in my life, he's moving to Colorado in like two weeks. He's lived in Oldsmar 
and now he lives like up in your neck of the woods, but I've known him since third grade, and he's just moving to Colorado. I'm heartbroken. I'm sad. BJ says, do yourself a favor and watch Jimmy Fallon, Longest Days of Our Lives, Zoom, Soap, Opera, Gold. There you go. Not right now, of course, because you're watching because the you're Morning watching After Ministry Show. The Morning After Ministry as Show. You, hey, everybody. I'm Andrew. Be. This is Tim. Hey, guys. We do the show every Monday morning, and we would love for you to uh, watch. We would love for you to share it. We'd love for you to head over to iTunes and leave a review. It's a fun time. We get to hang out. Every single Monday, we hop on here, and we talk all things ministry because we eat, sleep, and breathe it just like most of you who watch this show do. So we, we get it. It's one of my favorite days of the week now. It didn't used to be. Wow. I like Mondays. Thanks, buddy. Not because it won't. Not just because of you. No, it's mostly because of me. We get to hang out with we get to hang so out many with people so who many are people and way cooler than us. Riley and Lester says, let's talk Blake Snell with the MLB The Show. Oh, win. The Rays how great finally was that? win. The Rays. Uh, that was so good. The Rays have had a whole lot of fun with that on social media. They've, mm-hmm. they've hung a banner. They're celebrating that there's a world champion in Tampa Bay. It's about time. It's about time. <sighs> I just love it. It's great. Tim, let's dive in. Sure. It is week 438 of virtual church, it seems like. It feels like it. Um, people are Zoomed out. We've discussed this already. People are Zoomed out. Are people online churched out? How's your How's your viewership been? How's the engagement level been? It's dropped consistently. <clears throat> Same. Every week. Mm-hmm. Just, and, a, just a, just a kind of But again, a I, I think week. a whole lot of that is our people seem to be there. Yeah, but, yeah. But our I people think, are still there. I think there's less and less church voyeurism than there used to be. Hmm. And, you know, week one was, what are they doing? Ooh, what are they doing? What are they doing? Or, is that, you know, my, is that, my grandma. Is that the new shirt this week? There's less and less church voyeurism than there used to be? I don't know. I think that'd be a good shirt. I'd wear it. I would certainly wear that. It would be see-through. <laughs> I see. I get it. I get it. Uh, I saw a, a Facebook post from a, from a pastor buddy of mine yesterday who just simply said online church is exhausting. It, it, but then there was a comment from another pastor who said, actually, we have been doing setup and tear down church for six years, and it's way less exhausting than that. See, I, and I thought that was a I valid argument. I I agree with both statements. Uh-huh. I also don't think that now is the time to be one one upping every other church of, oh, you think you're tired. We do it this way. You only have one camera. That, oh, yeah? We live mix our band and then have to EQ for the past. That's it's our like, text like, thread. We constantly we, try to one-up each other we, and how difficult our we weeks get were. get it. It's hard. This is not an easy season, and no one is was prepared for it, and we're all flying by the seat of our pants. Shay it's, says, we do drive-in church. We've seen a jump in new faces. Uh, nice. been pretty cool to have our have our county <laughs> support us on that, too. I just thought of Tyler's. <laughs> what did Tyler say? Is it a fishnet t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've barely been live for we've barely five minutes. Been live and we've already got fishnet t-shirts <sighs> Riley says in. their their viewership or engagement has been down. More people are streaming on their own time versus getting up to watch. We Okay, that's a good point. We haven't yep. talked about that. We've seen that too. Even one of my elders texted me and said, hey, I know it didn't look like I was on, but I, we, my wife and I actually watch around noon every Sunday. I saw it. I totally get it. Here's here's another new facet for you. Typically, you know, our children are in our children's ministry. Our adults are in main service. True. And you can preach about adult topics. Do you frequently preach on adult topics? No, but 
So we've been in about a two-month-long series on the ghost statements of Jesus. Yesterday, we were in John chapter 8, you know, the woman caught in adultery, go and leave your life of sin. Mm -hmm. And I got home and Melissa said, you realize that you said the phrase sexual sin about four times in a three-minute section there. And I was like, what what am I supposed to do? Like not preach the text? You You know, it's it's there. And so I took a nap because it was Sunday afternoon and that's what I do. Mm -hmm. And then... A few hours later, we were FaceTiming with my sister and brother-in-law in Greenville, South Carolina. Did they watch? And they've been watching. Good. And my brother-in-law was like, hey, thanks for the heads up on the sermon topic. We had to send the girls out of the room. Really? Because my nieces um, were listening in, listening intently. We also changed <sighs> up our schedule this week. So it has always been always, you know, for six weeks of always. The first six weeks of virtual church, we did church at 10 and then we did our sunday school class live at, at 11 10, and then use then use sunday school so, afterwards and so the girls this week we did sunday school at 9 30 mm-hmm. and then church at 10 and so the girls you did had, more of a traditional approach had, to church exactly. the girls had just watched their the harbor kids sunday school class they saw their cousins being a skit it was very exciting i used I love it. some great green screen technology and by that i mean a dollar tree tablecloth and an iphone you're really good and at dollar tree tablecloths i'm very good at dollar tree tablecloths and so my nieces were there watching. Speaking of cheap church. products, how did your uh, $4 teleprompter work? Uh, the teleprompter itself worked great, Tim. The I didn't watch. The teleprompter app <laughs> did not because you have – none of the teleprompter apps have free mirroring. You have to like – I told I, you which one to buy. It's $20 and it's by far the best I one. Know, but I know. Like, I was building it to do like a DIY. Hey, I can build this teleprompter for $4 and – Tim oh, you spent, weren't going to preach with it? I was going to try it out, but I I wasn't, like, determined. But hey, Tim spent actual dollars Tim, and put some effort into it, which is why he's able to use it every week. Exactly, and I wanted to be like, hey, ha, 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 Tim. Did it work? You spent all this money on yours, and I spent $4 on mine at the Dollar Tree. The teleprompter itself worked great. <laughs> but app? you would have to read right to left, which is very difficult for me. Next newish thing, says BJ, quality combined live service and quality live feed production for both we're getting that is we're getting there it's on the show notes do not jump the gun that's you're you're a little premature just a bit premature or maybe it's just quick maybe he's just ahead of the curve i don't know but that's where our thoughts have been and that's kind of what we all have to figure out like how do you yes ronald fishnet t-shirts are pretty adult like and you're preaching one I preach in one underneath my shirt and tie every week just to make myself feel pretty. It's my Jim little says, secret. Uh, my MailChimp got more unsubscribes this week than it ever has. <laughs> I have sensed the MailChimp. Have we not talked about MailChimp pain? No. It hurts. So our, every unsubscribe is a little dagger. Our email solution at our church is through Bluehost, which I would not recommend. I'm not a huge fan of Bluehost, but for whatever reason, Bluehost does not work with MailChimp. And so we use a MailChimp competitor called MailerLite, and it's like sounds like the free version, uh, kind of yeah. It's it, it's well, it's called Mailer, but it's spelled funny. I don't know. So can you see when people unsubscribe? Yes, you okay. can. You can. Do you get notified when see. someone unsubscribes? Yeah, but okay. it's it still hurts. We, we haven't we haven't lost many. What I love is when people send you the email asking to be removed from the <sighs> Just list. Just click the unsubscribe, like, rip the bandaid off. It's like all right, look. If you could reply to an email, you could see the the link at the bottom that says unsubscribe. It's not that difficult. But Shay says, do you guys think whatever. we'll see a change in worship times for church in the future, like possibly moving away from a morning worship time? I have no answer. I, I don't know. 
I think we're all open to Riley says question whatever. I'm working through is how to use this season to get students used to the quote main service. I love this. I've thought the same thing, Riley. And then get them into the main room when we open back up, trying to get an increase in our number of students who worship with the rest of the church. Hashtag kill the silo. I think I love this. This is a topic we've been having as a staff and, and I've been wrestling with, too, even before this shift. So this is kind of a, a nice way to introduce them to getting used to the main worship service. I think I was listening to I don't think I know for a fact I was listening to Derry Prinkard's podcast, My Third Decade, the other day. Steve says, was it the one with the binder? Yes. It was, was the your, one with the binder, yes. $4 teleprompter. But Derry was talking about how one thing that they are doing is they are not offering anything to students when the main service is broadcasting. And he's at okay, I like that. a super giant megachurch. And by giant, we're talking like we're, top 10 in the country. Yeah. and But what Derry is saying is that when – and so they have specific times. You know, whenever the service would typically be happening, they are broadcasting it right now. So you can watch on your own time or you can watch at your specific service time when you would usually show up to church. But he said what he's saying is they are not offering any student anything during those times. Mm -hmm. They'll offer small group questions, questions or reflection questions after the service. But one way is that they're just not offering any student activity during the time of the main service. And I think maybe when we come back, whether it's too soon or right on time, we'll get to that later. But when we come back, to just say, you know what, let's use this as a time to maybe kill the Sunday morning student environment and say, hey, we want students in here. Um, some, in. I, I know a lot of churches that are saying we want sixth grade and up in worship, and a lot of churches that are saying we want as little spaces used as possible when we reopen because – I don't. They want to keep the outbreak contained. I don't quite get that. But Jim and replying to Shay says, ways. "Church for twenty somethings in Urban Center has already moved in that direction of shifting away from Sunday morning worship times." My brother-in-law goes to Tim Keller's church. Uh, the Saturday Sunday evening services are usually the strongest for the young adults. Yep, I, I'm not opposed. No, I think once you have a family with young kids, Sunday morning makes great sense because guess what? Your kids are up early, but before that, Sunday morning, like getting waking up on Sunday morning is hard. It's tough. I'm 37, and waking up on Sunday morning is hard. It's tough. BJ says, since I called an upcoming show note topic, do I get top fan status, or have, have I disqualified? Look, we if we could choose, we BJ, we would have already out. given that to you. We don't get to give it out. We can take it away. We don't give, but we take away. <sighs> Tyler Let's says, in Facebook are. Insights, you can now see how many people block and hide your feed. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't. That. The the unsubscribes hurt enough. It that really hurt. It's it's bad enough to go through your Facebook insights and be like, oh wow, we had eight hundred views this week, and then you click and like, average watch time seventeen seconds. Oh crap, that hurts. Ours is fifty one seconds, so I'll take that. (laughs) Fifty one seconds is pretty good. Uh, The goal for businesses is ten seconds. I know. So that's five times what uh, what the average is, Andrew. So I will take it. There you go. I guess 17 seconds is 170% of the goal. Jerry says, we've been Sunday morning youth service for years. I'd love to have them in the Sunday morning service. We tried it last year, and it bombed, as in full failure, quote the Jerry. Well, maybe now is the time to say, hey, the world has changed. I think one of the things that we were talking about when our dear friends from Bright Coal were sponsoring our show, we missed them. April was a good month to work with Bright Cole, but everybody oh, is see you later, Bright Cole. Everybody is relaunching. Whether or not it's an intentional relaunch or not, 
everybody is relaunching in the next few weeks or the next few months, depending on where you are. So we have permission and an opportunity to make changes that usually would have taken years to make and roll out before mm -hmm. that now we can say, hey, because of what we just went through, here's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're, we're Zooming as a staff this week. We, uh, we don't at, have to ask permission. At Lakeview to, to highlight just that. What are some things you've wanted to change for a while but have been hesitant or felt like they'd be resistant to that change? Because now is probably the time. Now is – we will have it's more It's like every, every change is – To change now than any time in history. There are, there's more low-hanging fruit than there ever has been. Yeah. And I think – I can't speak for everybody, but I think for our church – there's a new level of trust because of, yep. hey, we know that we've been through this as a, as a society. Here's what we've done to remain faithful, to keep you connected. And whereas a lot of other facets of people's lives did not do as good of a job as the church has done, I think for a lot of our people, we have an added level of trust that maybe we didn't have before or maybe it wouldn't have been articulated that way before. But we can – yeah, we can make some changes now. Tommy says, "Yeah, we're we're through. fifth grading up in the service." So, Tommy, does that does that impact your preaching at all? So, if you're preaching Andrew's text, do you still yeah, so talk if about you are preaching about the woman sexual issues? Adultery, do you say earmuffs, kids? Do you make the Santa Claus? <clears throat> Becky reference? says, "Get the youth serving in the service. Make them feel like a part of what's happening." Yeah, I think that's got to be the goal, yeah. right? If you, if you're going to encourage them to attend, you need to get them serving as well. We regularly have a couple of our teenage, and we don't have a huge youth group, uh, but we have. Um, one of our high school boys serves in our Sunday school several times a month. We've got several who are the regular ushers. We've got a teenage girl in our praise band. And every Sunday morning, a middle school girl reads the scripture before the sermon. So we, mm. we try to make sure, you know, if you're a grown up, you're never going to touch a microphone. But if you're a young adult or youth in our church, we want you to be connected and serving. I love that. Yes, Stephanie, you can be part of that Zoom meeting. She's volunteering as tribute. <laughs> when you say you volunteer, like you're the thing that's going to be cut. Stephanie's asking to be removed from the ministries at Lakeview. She would probably enjoy that. Tara says, I would love this time as a way to end our separate youth pr programming on Sundays. I love this. This is not even our show yeah. notes, but yet it is a popular topic. Uh, been waiting for that for a long time. Our kids simply don't know how to quote church when they graduate and youth is not an option any longer. I agree. I think this is a popular topic. It has been for a while, but it's amplified now because we can probably make that shift better now than we can well, and in any time in before. In so many ways, the youth group has an opportunity to set the culture of the church. The one big mega church that both Tim and I were fired from in our early 20s. We don't talk about it too much. It hurts. I was let go. I was freed to pursue seminary full-time in the middle of February because that's when semesters begin. Anyway, before all of that mayhem started, one of the others who was freed from that staff was the worship pastor. And his thing that he did every year when our youth group came back from CIY, he would grab three or four of the kids from the youth group and say, what songs were you singing that you didn't know? And what songs were you singing there? that you liked the way that they did better than the way that we've been doing it here. Hmm. And so we would get back from camp and he would immediately recruit, hey, what songs do we need to learn from camp? And I think the idea of, yes, students worshiping with their parents is a good idea, but also get a group of students to sit in the front row and uh, kind Andrew, of set the Jeff culture for the church. this giving the students the keys to the church. 
There you go. Hashtag growing young. There's been a lot of hashtags this morning. I'm adding the hashtag. They're, they're not using uh, the hashtag. Okay, see, I was just I'm adding them because I feel like they're... It's like it's 2016 up in no, here. No, they're making a post We're and then... hashtagging everything. Then they'll add like a word right after two words. And I'm just like, they're it's the equivalent of a hashtag. My Tommy says, yes. Says hashtags are still very, very useful. He uses terms like pleasure-seeking or physically indulgent. Also, great t-shirts. <laughs> also, some ways that people have described me. Possibly. Melissa, are you on? Do you concur? Mm. Good coffee. Tommy says, I got resigned twice. Sorry, we don't want to leave Tommy out of that conversation. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Shelton also also resigned twice from the same mega church that let me go and allowed Andrew to pursue seminary. He got resigned. Full-time. When you're told that you're resigning. It's, Tara it's says, hashtag next gen church. Now they actually are hashtagging. You're welcome. <sighs> 2016 is, is back. People still use hashtags, hashtags Andrew. Are, Why do you think they never... They are, haven't gone away. They're very important to marketing, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. The double hashtag. You saw it here first. says Jerry's new t-shirt. Thank you, Jerry. It will come in fishnet <laughs> or ring, sprung, ring spun cotton. Your choice. Your choice. Ring spun feels good. It does feel great. It feels wonderful. Tim, one thing that we've been talking about um, that kind of gets into a whole lot of... It does. The are we going to have students in church is when the church comes back. First of all, when should the church come back? Two part question. Second of all, how much are they coming back? The the first big, whoa, I can't believe they're coming back that we got this weekend in my house, a church that I was on staff at in Texas, another one of these big giant churches. They announced with this very big over the top video. Hey, we're back this Sunday at all of our campuses. And so it wasn't just the main campus. It was all of the campuses were going to be having in-person services hmm. at 25% occupancy. As in a week from yesterday? No, no as in yesterday. They wow. were back. They were back yesterday. That's quick. Um, they, you had to sign up online to come to service. You were met in the parking lot by a team of greeters. You were given a f- custom church mask Sweet. that they had printed up. That was kind of cool of them. And then you were seated six feet away. You know, your family was seated six feet away from everybody else. And then in the at the end of the video, they're like, you know, and we know that families want to come and worship. And so we encourage you, mom and dad, to bring your kids and, you know, maybe bring them with an iPad and a, or a tablet and a pair of headphones to keep them occupied during the service. Does that, like, wait, what? Did that senior pastor yeah. have kids? He does. I know, does he his have kids? kids are in their 20s now. But it's hmm. like, you're, excuse me? You're saying, hey, church is back, just not for your kids. Church is back. Bring your kids because we want you and your checkbook, but there's no offerings for your kids. In fact, yeah. that that whole device time thing that we're trying to limit, no, no, no. Load up some Peppa Pig on that iPad. Let your kid come into church with some headphones on. And I just thought that that's a bit premature. Like so our our decision making as a as a church leadership team here was okay, even if we can come back and we could do church in our worship center. The kids are out of school through June, so we are going to stay closed until June hmm. because when we come back, we don't want to say, hey, um, kids, you're, you know, we're, we're not going to reopen without offering our kids ministry. And some okay. things might look different in our kids ministry, sure. but just the makeup of our church to say, you know, kids can only sit in service with their parents that's, that's this, way so too you discussed big of a this of with your your elders yeah and this, this was, was kind of the decision ago. have you it, made the announcement to your church yeah we made the announcement that we're not coming back until june 7th at okay. the earliest 
and we're not coming back until we can all come back. So if people are, you know, and we understand that different families will, will treat things differently. Sure. But just in general, the idea of coming back for worship in the auditorium only yeah. does not make a whole lot of sense, especially when you're encouraging parents to bring their young children. This is so tough. With headphones and iPads. This is so tough. So we, we've also made a, a similar decision. Um, and, and it's it's gone back and forth even amongst the elders. What is the the, the right? I don't think there is a right day, a right time. No. It, this is a really a hard call. So we've also picked June seven as our target date. Uh, that's the first Sunday of June. But we, we're also open to saying, okay, this this could happen at a different time. Mm-hmm. We're, we're shooting for June seventh. Might happen a few weeks sooner. Might happen a few weeks later. We don't we don't exactly know yet. But I'm with you, Andrew. And I think most of our leadership team, same boat as you. It's the reason why I struggle with with drive-in church too. So are we going to tell all of our young families to to drive into church with your three, four, exactly. five kids my, and sit my in the wife car for an hour? Like what? every time what? we talk about drive about a drive-in church, my wife just says that sounds terrible. Can you imagine that with the kids in the car? Every young family I've talked to has said the same thing. So it's yeah. it's just hard. So, but we're also lead pastors in our thirties with very yeah. young families, we are. and that's not the norm. It's not the the normal lead pastor has kids that are in their teens or 20s, which makes sense because it's pretty difficult to be changing diapers between services sometimes. Steve says, so limited occupancy, bring your kids and don't have them pay attention. That's basically what some are saying. What they're saying. Um, One of the other churches that I know very, very well in the area, they have said they're coming back this coming Sunday, which again, feels a bit premature. We had, it's it's quick. It's quick. It is, I mean. I, 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 I spoke with a, senior pastor on friday who said we are back on sunday this was just a couple days ago and what they're doing is they're saying we're not going to have our regularly scheduled kids program until the school year gets back so bring your but they're saying you know bring your kids we'll have a coloring sheet that has to do with what the sermon topic is Mm -hmm. it will be an emphasis on family worship the sermons will be shorter and so they're tailoring their approach to welcome the children into the service but still the kids aren't allowed back at school, and yet they're saying, come and join and sick. Jerry six, says, sometimes the desire to be speedy makes us hasty and unwise. And that's found in Jerry 13, verse 7. Jerry 13, 7. <sighs> speedy is always good. Right. It's ap- Steve says, anyone in here meeting in person before June? Uh, Tommy says June 7 for them as well. Richard. It's a whole lot of, if you're not first, you're last. We decided to not be the first canary down the mine shaft. That's there you how that go. saying goes. Yeah. Um, and we, we were talking in, in our group chat with a buddy yesterday who said that during the live stream yesterday, his senior pastor said, next week, we're back, everybody. Hadn't spoken with the elders, hadn't what you know discussed with the staff. Just, like a, like a, just a surprise announcement a for everyone? Surprise, we're back. And so now they're kind of scrambling to say, hey, how do you make that happen? And I, I get it. Like, in you, some ways, it forces you to make that happen. It does. That's terrifying. It, that's terrifying, but... I, I get it. You don't. And every state is different. Yes. That said, we're in Florida where it's 90 degrees and viruses are killed by sunlight. So um, you didn't know that it's killed by sunlight. Okay. Some of the, Whatever you say. Dr. Fauci says direct sunlight's great for it. I trust so, Andrew. Dr. Larson. I'm going to go sunbathe in a Speedo this afternoon to make sure that Speedos I Speedos and fishnets. Healthy. It's been a great show today, guys. <laughs> it's been a whole lot of fun. Um, but so I understand that not everybody is in the same place, but. At the same time, I also think that a lot of churches and a lot of pastors are pressing to make this decision because 
they don't want to preach to an empty room. I've heard time and time again, oh, you know, God doesn't called me to hasn't called me to preach into a camera lens or God hasn't called Ouch. me to preach to an empty room. But have you ever been in Shots a room fired. that's twenty five percent full? Like as I we've been youth pastors for many years, so I <laughs> yeah. I know what a twenty five percent room a twenty five percent looks like full room does not give you any more energy than a camera does. A 25% full room is not going to give you the kind of, you know, Jeff says, I love this position from another church in Indiana, which is uh, Jeff's state. We are not motivated by allegiance to the state, nor are we motivated by asserting our right to gather. We are motivated by the love for neighbor and concern for public health. That was our, that was our go statement I when love Jesus it. said to go the second mile, if someone compels you to carry their pack for a mile, and it was, it's not about your right. And I stole something else from Derry Prinkert that he had in, in one of our chats. It mm-hmm. was, are we compelled by the First Amendment? Or are not compelled? It was. I'll give, our, you, our, I'll give you a sec to, to find that. Jim says, yeah. next week we're roping off rows, we're seating families six feet apart, we're adding services, we're shortening services. It's a lot. Jim, that sounds like a lot of work. If you guys have anything written down, I'd, I'd love to see something like that, Jim. Beholden that might be good for all of us. Beholden is the word that we were looking for. Are we beholden to the First Amendment or are we beholden to the great commandment to love our neighbor as ourself? And I thought that was brilliant. Devin says our elders meet tonight, but our governor made it impossible to meet, to not meet until June 21st at the earliest. I would say way. that your governor would lose a battle with the attorney general of the United States that said that no governor can do that. But again, what do you do? All right, do you assert the First Amendment says that we can gather? We're not a business. We don't have a business license issued to us by the city. We're allowed to meet. Steve says but, children and youth not possible with restrictions. It just doesn't work. This is a good this is a good argument, too. So does it just not work or are there ways to make it work? Headphones and iPad. Headphones and iPad. Peppa Pig. Hula hoops and social distancing. Hey, kids, you have to stay inside this hula hoop the entire children's service. Any games are played outdoors? Uh, I don't know. It's tricky. Which it's, is seriously, why it's one of the ideas we're floating around for it, late it, it feels like it's very, very premature. And Ronald says May 19th if cases keep going down. You don't church on the beach. Let's do it. May 19th. Is that even a Sunday? Um. Yes, I think so. Jim says, so yeah, I guess we are going to be that first canary, but we've had five confirmed cases total in our county. So that, that's, that's pretty good, that's, Jim. That's, that's pretty low. Pretty Steve good. says, what about church on the beach? Andrew, could you guys pull that off? Yeah, we we're, we could go to Philippi Park. That's like a mile from here. Tara says, us youth pastors are pros at rooms at 25% capacity. We we are, but not a lot of, not a lot of lead pastors are. It's... Uh, <laughs> It kind of sucks the energy right out, <clears throat> right out. So there's this idea of a little premature is when is too soon, when's the right time. But then there's there's another th- topic we haven't even touched on yet, Andrew. And What's that? It's kind of more of a, a long range, long term strategy topic, because I think for the most part, many of us would say that we want to continue our online presence. We we do. And I don't think it's many churches were forced into that 
realm when they didn't think they would touch that for years. Hey, before we get into that, okay, fair let's enough. talk about our ad. Uh, let's talk about our sponsors because we have a new sponsor this week. You saw Ryan Fontenot on the show last week talking yep. about Digital Youth Camp. Yep. And what started as a conversation on this show, then I reached out to him, and then he said, hey, I like what you're doing. Can you get the word out about DYC? And we said, absolutely. Digital Youth Camp. I prefer to call it DigiCamp. DigiCamp is... Look, we get it. Camp is going to be different this year. It has to be. Just because it's different doesn't mean that it shouldn't happen. Love that. And this time two months ago, the debate was, is online church really church? And now now we can say, is online camp really camp? And the answer is, if online church is really church. We'll find out. Online camp is really camp. It's going to be different. Use the code DYD2020MAM. Oh, that's definitely not the right code. I'm an idiot. It's supposed to be DYC. DYC. Andrew put the overlays on this week. DYC2020MAM for $50 off. Get that off the screen, Andrew. I'm an idiot. DYC. We'll put the right code in the show show DYC2020 for $50 off. It's a good deal if you use the right code. If you use the right code. Don't use DYD. That doesn't make sense. But here's the thing. It's going to be different this year. And I think it's 500 bucks for your whole church to have the license. So the what, cost of one student to go to camp. The, the cost of one minivan rental yep. for four days gets you access to eight sermons, a ton of breakouts, a ton of speaker content. Shoot, what's it cost to have Jared Hall Zoom your youth group just once? And Jared's going to be there. Jared's going to be doing it. It's, it's exciting just to see how innovative people Jared's are being. Jared's my second favorite magician behind David Wood. There you go. And uh, Tommy says Digital Youth Damp. So check Digital it out. Youth Damp. Digital Youth Camp and use the code DYC2020MAM, as in Morning After Ministry, for $50 off. Wrong code. DYM University, hashtag train your team. Instant training for you and your leaders. Get everybody on the same page. Everybody speaking the same language. Res- not restore. Build confidence in the parents of your ministry to let them know that your team is well-trained and equipped to minister to their students and there's no better time than now. Now Get is the perfect time to train your team. Give Central. Centrally give. Give Central is the easiest and fastest way to collect funds for your church, whether that's tithes and offerings, registrations and payments, or maybe just uh, the way to transfer some of your payday protection loan. I don't know. Whatever it is, use Give Central. We are also a proud, 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 proud part of the DYM Podcast Network. It's an ever-growing network. We've mentioned my third decade a few times, but you also need to check out the Youth Ministry Sherpas show that they're doing right now. They're doing the Sherpa shorts. So good. For the summer. There's a whole bunch of exciting stuff, and we need you to listen to everything. It's great. All of our friends are there, and you should be too. Yes, Steve, we attempted to burn David Wood at one of our youth pasture conferences, but he disappeared. It was like a puff of smoke and he was gone. He's quick. All right, let's get let's jump back into this. People let's, people are chatting about a lit a, a, a lit a lit yeah a little bit a little bit. Uh, Jerry says we're definitely keeping our online presence going, uh, live streaming our youth worship and offering online small groups. So here's where I'm wrestling, and we've already seen this happen in our group chat yeah. with pastors. What does your online experience look like what does your online sunday worship gathering look like moving forward because truth be told if if you were a church of let's say under let let's just throw out 1500 okay if you're a church of under 1500 people you probably did not have a super stellar live stream before all this you might have had one you you might have had one but and you know what that 
what and there are some churches I know of that are way bigger than that that said no we want people to actually come to church so we're not going to give them the alternative of doing that but there's a whole lot of churches that did not have the separate board mix just for live stream sure they maybe had a camera in the back of the room and it was kind of an afterthought but mm-hmm. now what do we do we need this to be as good as the in presence gathering going forward so here's my what, question has been how do we I'm have nine you know 90% quality of what we've been doing on mm-hmm. our online thing now and 90% quality of our sunday service once we come back in june so how do we have 180% of the quality for a hundred percent of the effort. So do people, and this is, this is kind of my question that I'm going to pose to our staff this week. Do people want to be a fly on the wall on a Sunday morning worship gathering? Yeah. Or do they want a worship gathering geared towards them at home because they're going to continue to worship at home for the foreseeable future? Yeah. So what does that look like? So is it spectator church or are we engaging people with participatory? I think one of the reasons online church has worked so well for so many of us over the last couple of weeks is because we've geared it towards people at home. We're not trying yeah. to do the, st- the big stage thing. And we have somebody who is, you know, if you're going live or if you're pre-recorded, you have somebody that is living in the comment section that is replying to everybody. Right. There's interaction. But once you're back, once we're, we're back, how do we do that? How do we continue to interact? How do we make it? You know, with, without saying, hey, we're going to do two separate services. We're going to do our online service, which is the camera is going to be nice and close, mm-hmm. and the worship is probably going to be acoustic, and then we're going to do our worship center so service. So can we do well. that? Can we do the same worship set, same sermon, um, but at two different times in two different locations, one via yeah. online and one on Sunday? Or do we live stream the whole thing because that's what we have to do? Because that's what everybody's been doing. Like yeah. everyone's been live streaming for a long time. Some of yeah. us just haven't been doing it well. And it comes down to we have less of a workforce than we've had before because for one reason or another, not as many people can volunteer right now. Sure. Maybe it's because they don't have childcare. Maybe it's because they're concerned with their own health, which are very valid reasons to not be able to volunteer. But we have a skeleton crew of volunteers, and we know in normal-sized churches, tech people are very rare. So how do we get people that are technically skilled to pull off doing two different services or to make one service go to two places simultaneously and be decent. And okay. So Andrew, what are, what are your initial thoughts for safety Harbor? Do you just live stream Sunday morning and that's the fix because I'm leaning in a different direction. I think as of now, the conversations have been, and so our church is not going to be back until June 7th, right? But we're talking about May 30th to have kind of a dress rehearsal. So instead of, you know, the band being acoustic in the back of the worship center and me sitting in a chair at a round table with my computer in front of me doing a live stream from the stage, but maybe instead of having the camera in the back of the room saying, hey, everybody, the camera's going to be in the center aisle. And that's the way it's going to be for the next season. And we're going to try to cater to both and expect that at the same at time, the, at the same time, and expect that the people that are gathering in person know that there is a good 20, 30, 40% of our church that's watching online. And so the reason that we're doing some things differently than we have been before is because we're catering to both groups of people at the same time. So can we do that? Can we cater to two different groups of people in two different settings at the exact same time? I, I'm leaning on, I, I don't know if we can do that well. So, so I that am, means I, you're <laughs> preaching your sermon you know, at least three times a week, which you know isn't the end of the world. That happened, Lots of pastors do that 
well, each and every Sunday. But one thought I've had is why why can't we continue with two worship gatherings, one at nine thirty, one at eleven, one in person, one online, same worship set, same sermon? Because you won't have as many. You'll, you'll need space space for the social distancing. Well, and so if unlike saying, most churches, we can open all of our doors and we can actually true. have people sit outside that's and true. still partake in the service. So we we could make it work. Um, we haven't decided anything so in stone in, yet. I'm in just theory, you could have, around. let's say, 150 people at one in-person service hmm. and then 70 people online. Sure. Would you re-preach the sermon online or would you take the video of the sermon from the first service? No, I'd preach it in advance. It? Okay. I would... I, I'm pitching that we we continue online church as we have been, and then just adding Sunday service as well. I also and again, this is a whole other level of of gear and know how, and you know a separate mix specifically for the online and multiple microphones and everything. But I just I remember always um, there was a season when my wife and I the way that we could go to church together was we were were watching North Point's Sunday evening broadcast. But did you feel like you were part of it, or were you just well, watching was, someone else's church? Because that's how was, I feel was, when I watch online church. It was church. A, a yes and, because one of the things that they did so brilliantly, and again, they have more resources than any church in the world. Yeah, of course. But at the end of the service, Andy would turn to the camera offstage mm-hmm. that nobody in the room was seeing, and, you know, that mix was only going to the online broadcast. Right. And he would say something like, you know, and, you know, we know so many of you are watching online. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. And and if you can acknowledge and include your online. So as long as you acknowledge them, you're good to go. I'm just I'm just pushing back. No, Jerry says we've had an online campus pastor for years. She's become the guru for many on staff through this. She's led the way through this quarantine for sure. So, yes, yes, you can do both at the same time with the same level quality. And I think some churches absolutely can. Uh, Yeah, but can regular size to smaller churches pull off both? You know, when when your gear is limited to the laptop, that is also the pastor's personal laptop. And whatever camera you happen to have, can you pull off the same production? And I think the answer is no. Some are wondering, but, will, will sermon length or service length change? Will we shorten our in-person gatherings to match our online gatherings? Because we all know that we've had to run shorter services yeah. on Sundays. Otherwise, people just drop out. People drop out, yeah. Um, I think a lot of the churches, especially the ones that are saying, bring your children to church. We're going to have the you know extended worship, family worship time. They're kind of shooting for the 20-minute sermon. Jeff says, will you see your numbers go down significantly because people will be watching online? So that's the other thing. Are you just encouraging everyone to stay home at this point and not get out of bed? Do you do you count the online attendance as attendance? How do you 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 count a 10 second view as attendance? What do you count as (laughs) attendance? And does attendance matter at this point? Tara says, I love the idea of encouraging small groups to meet during service times at the host home, inviting others to join or start a small group That's to get together idea. for church without having to, quote, flood the campus when we open back up. That's not a bad idea. Nope. There's a whole bunch of good ideas out there. Does online church have to be a worship service? Steve Colum says. I don't uh, think so. That's a great question. Why not do something different? I mean, maybe they aren't coming to church services for a reason. That That's kind of my argument. For this, like, what if our online church gathering looks completely different? So it's not just a camera in the back of the room with Andy Stanley acknowledging at the end, "Thanks for watching online. Hope you felt welcome." I, I, I don't so, know. Well, then what does that look like? Then? I don't know. What? And if he's saying it's not a worship service, so is it the more fireside chat? Hey, everybody! If it's an Andrew Larson fireside chat, I'm 
in a fishnet shirt. I'm Pastor Andrew. In a Speedo. You can just call me Andrew. On the beach. I'm in. Today I want to talk to you about how much Jesus loves you. I'm looking directly into your soul right now, even though I have no idea who you are or where you're watching from. I mean, if you're doing anything online. I think everyone just felt really everybody, engaged in a part of Everybody this. knows that you're not really there. Jeff says online numbers disengage during worship. Maybe they actually are disengaging while they're in the room, but can't choose something else. We've talked about this the past several weeks as well. I like that, Jeff. I like that, Jeff. Singing worship songs in your living room by yourself is is awkward. I'm I'm basically whispering with with your family. It's awkward for me. That's been so nice for me. Is the first several weeks I was by myself. And so, and I was also doing the OBS stuff, so I'm hitting the button for the service to play. And so I've kind of been in work mode. But the past three or four weeks, my friend Steve has kind of been in as the moderator of the chat and the troubleshooter or whatever. That's cool. And he, and so when the music starts, he comes over and sits next to me and we actually sing. And it's really nice to be like, oh, here I am actually worshiping with somebody instead of waiting for the song to be over. See, my, my Sunday mornings have turned into moderating the chat. Like not not so much engaging in the worship service, which is very difficult to do when you're watching yourself preach. I'm with you. Jeff says without starting a fight, there is a theological element here that informs your efforts too. Jeff is not wrong. He usually is not. Jerry says, I'm confessing here. I do not stand up when the dude says stand up. I don't know. That we, we have said stand up, sit down or stay in bed, but continue worshiping. Our us. worship team is all on stools, so they're not standing. Do you guys stand on Sunday or you, do you stool on Sunday? Um, about 50-50. One of our, one of our guitar <sighs> players plays the, like the, what's it, the lap steel or the lap slide. So he has to be sitting, we've got, you know, keyboards, drummers. So I think. Your keyboard sits too? Mm-hmm. Because that's how you use the foot pedal. I don't know. I'm not a musician. Uh, musicians out there, back me up. You can absolutely stand I, while using a foot pedal sure and you, playing the keyboard. I'm sure you can. Because they do it at Lakeview every week. I don't know. I'm just saying. We get it, Tim. You're better than me. Thank you for finally... It's about time. You're better than me, Billy says, so people do not sing along with the radio. Why is worship any different? I think you're right. People do sing along with the radio. You're right. I don't typically listen to the radio at home on my couch with my whole family in the room. Unless I was listening to Andrew's fireside chats on the radio. Hello there. Tommy says he also has a stool every Sunday morning. It's a different kind of stool. I was wondering if anybody was going to go there. <laughs> and Tommy did. Speaking of which, my OBS stopped working yesterday morning. Jerry says I stool way more often than that. It was. Uh, I got to church at about 9.03. I plugged everything in, and I could not get a signal from my camera to my computer. For whatever reason it was, I restarted. I yesterday? unplugged it yesterday. Um, and... Let me tell you, that is nerve wracking when you are when you know that your Sunday school broadcast is about to start and that was premiered. But then just, you know, you're when you know that the time is limited and you have to troubleshoot everything and then your intestines start going, raw, 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 everything is going wrong and it's your fault. It was horrible. <laughs> that said, it but you got things, it worked out. I, I, everything I, went smoothly. I got it worked out and eventually the camera got back to the computer. I, I was able to comment on your feed. I was able to Zoom bomb you, your, your you Zoom were, chat. Did you see Will Ferrell Zoom bombing the Seattle Seahawks? No. So they signed Greg Olson, the tight end, to a, a contract. And so they were doing a team meeting to introduce Greg Olson to the team. And Will Ferrell joined as Greg Olson. <laughs> and it was spectacular. I think he and Pete Carroll were old friends from USC. 
Oh, that is amazing. Uh, it's because, Andrew, you need to switch to Streamlabs OBS. I don't, is that better than regular OBS? I don't know. I, I'm, so you're, you're an OBSer. We use Ecamm. I don't know what you guys are using out there. There are many different I think options. The, the issue is not OBS. It's my Andobil, uh, my USB to USB-C converter device that... He has so many dongles. Uh, there's, look, I'm about dongled out at this point, but... What can you do? What can you? I actually, my laptop is on a Gideon's Bible right now just to get airflow underneath it. I'm glad you're finally because, putting a Gideon Bible to use. Because if you don't, it gets super hot and toasty. I've already fried one. They had to send me a new one. Yeah. Richard says, aren't we all BSers, anyways? Yes. I don't, I don't know what that was in reference to, but yes. We are. OBSers. OBSers. Oh, I got I get it. I get it. Tim, one thing that we've been talking about that has nothing to do with what we've said all week, and I think is especially true of youth ministry. In our haste, I think I've had significantly less sermon prep time in the past few weeks yeah. as trying to do all of the tech stuff for the church. Sure. And I have found myself dipping into form, uh, former to previous sermons that I've preached, okay. even in this very building okay. to this same congregation. Mm-hmm. And a few weeks ago— uh, we were in the Good Samaritan because, again, we're doing the ghost statements of Jesus. So it was, you know, which of you is a neighbor? Go and do likewise. And about two and a half years ago, I preached a sermon here in here in a series on the parables. It was called Neighbor. It turned into a very well-selling DYM resource. Came with a game about sitcom neighbors that we loved oh so much. It's a great game. And you've preached that sermon as well. And um, it came time for me to finish that sermon on Thursday. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to just change up the intro and the application and leave the exegesis exactly the same. So of my – I shortened the sermon to make it about a 21, 22-minute sermon. Mm. And of that 21 or 22-minute sermon, 16 minutes were verbatim to what I had preached in this church less than three years before. But, Andrew, let's – And not one person noticed. There's no way you use the same stories, though. Exactly. It was – I changed up the stories. So all of your illustrations were different, but and you, you I, left the I exegesis I changed up in. the stories, and I – I made the application very fitting to sure. this coronavirus age that we're living in. And, but other than that, you know, the meat of the sermon was verbatim to what it was less than three years ago. And very engaged people in our church, elders in our church, reached out like, that was great. That was so wonderful. And I was like, I know for a fact that you have heard that before and you <laughs> did not notice. Two weeks ago, Tim, yes, you preached a sermon mm-hmm. that you and I have each preached multiple times. Yeah, I, um, it's like the de facto I preached, after I Easter a, sermon. I preached a sermon in Acts last year, and the exegesis well, and, and, was still relevant. And so last last year, Easter Sunday was like your first Sunday as the primary communicator at your church. That's right. And so the following Sunday, you preached a Easter follow up, mm-hmm. and then you're in a series on Acts now. We just started the and book that of Acts. Same sermon. Yep, same ser- same passage. Same passage. So I just I took again the meat of that sermon. A lot of the exegesis application was very very similar. Some of it was was verbatim, but not all of it. But again, it it worked. And this was fifty three weeks later. Yeah. And did anybody notice? I mean, maybe no no one no one has no, commented. No one reached out or commented. I don't think anybody would have any issues with it. I mean, it was it's the same passage that we preached on last year. Tommy says, Andrew, his sins, they are many. His, his dongles, dongles are, are more. more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Stephanie, we're still on. She's been homeschooling. She got off 20 minutes ago, got back on and surprised to see us. Still rocking Here and rolling. Here we are, Steph. 
We've had a lot of a lot, there were a lot. three full show notes to get through today. There's a whole lot of conversation. People often reach out and say, how, how long are your show notes? Very rarely <laughs> are they over four. This um, week was we, we three. Have, we have three bullet points, and the longest one is seven words. <laughs> so our show notes going into this are about 16 words. And he says, any any suggestions or thoughts for churches who meet in schools? We Yikes. don't have our own facility, and the schools may remain closed during the summer. Not sure when the school district will allow us back in. So, Andy, I wanted to ask you, has this season been more difficult, or has it been about the same for you? Because they're in a, I'm assuming Again, the, you're in a set-up, teardown-style tear church. I... We we have two buddies, one who's in our denomination, who's on the other side of our state, and then another one who is about five minutes from here, who's in a local network that Tim and I are in, that are both in schools. Yeah. And that's the conversation that I've had with them. It's like, when do you know when you're allowed back in? And the guy on the other side of the state is saying that they don't expect to be back into the school building until August. And that's that's I mean, that's terrifying. Right, so like do you, how, how do you, you have do to it? find a different spot? I mean, a buddy of ours is meeting, what, like at a, a YMCA or something? Yeah, and they're completely closed down wow. as well. And so, you know, the the when do you come back, for those of us that have our own facilities, it's a tough question, and it's, you don't want to come back too soon. You don't want to be the, the premature church. You don't want to be the one that was the last one to come back either. No. But at the same time, it sure beats being in a rented facility and being told when you're allowed to come back. That's a so there. Theirs might not be a win, but where can we yeah. come back? Ooh, that was that was great, Timmy. Like that. Tara says I should be Check homeschooling the kiddos room. right now, and yet here I am. You're Tara, welcome, Tara. I appreciate that. I would also your kids are suffering. Reach out to other churches. I know we've we have a fellowship hall that we use for a whole lot of fellowshipping after church most Sundays. You sure do. And you sure we've do. Said that as you know that part of our church gathering is probably not coming back till the end of the summer at the earliest, and. If there was a church that wanted to come in. Do you in, guys like eat and drink in that setting as well? Yeah, we have, you know. Yeah, that's not coming back to Lakeview. Coffee, donuts. There's, different people take turns making quiche and whatnot. There's Sometimes, no way food and drinks are coming back anytime soon. Yeah. And so for us, that's the main use of that room. And so I've reached out to one of our buddies and said, you know, hey, if you guys, you know, our our campus is usually empty by about 1115 if we're not doing fellowship hall. So if you guys want to come in at 1130. You can use the our main worship space, or you can, That's you know, cool. or use this other space that doesn't look just like it's our church. Um, I, I think if you're meeting in a school or a rented facility and you don't know when you're allowed back, reach out to other churches. It's a good idea because a if you're used to paying this, I know what schools charge. Good grief, do church, do schools charge? They do a whole lot of money. They make some money. So for a church that's going to have depleted funds during this time. Angel says we have allowed a church that meets in a school to set up in our fellowship hall. Yeah, it's happening. I think that is a especially whether they're setting up just to film. Right. Or they're setting up to when you come back, come back to worship in here. So Andy says we were able to switch to church online seamlessly because they were already streaming it, but they've had difficult finding a location to run their church from. So I think that is so it's not the it's not the win, but the where for them. I think you need to uh, go to a storage garage company. And just set up some creepy hanging lights. That's cool. Make it look like a hostage negotiation video that'll lead people to Jesus. That that's not good advice. That was a joke. That's terrible advice. This, this we're, we're going downhill quickly. You guys need to get to work. We have things to do, and hopefully by this time next week we'll have all the answers for you. We will have so many answers. We will know more and more about how to do everything. We're, we're just that good. Hey, we love you guys for hanging out. Please. Uh, Go check out Digital Youth Camp. We like them. Same time, same place. See you next week, guys.